Question. Has the OSPC lost its way? Certainly lost some of its powers today when uh, an Ontario judge ruled that the agency was using enforcement powers that were unconstitutional. And the judge stated that the province was wrong to uh, grant the powers to the OSPCA without putting any kind of standards for transparency or accountability in place. In other words, the charitable agency could basically go into any private property and remove any animal it wants without a warrant if they feel the animal's neglected. And then they have to answer to no one. And they've had this policing power since 1919. But because it's not an agency of the province, it it runs by its own rules. It gets a lot of money from the province, but it doesn't really have to answer to anybody. And one of the groups fighting the case is an animal rights group that had argued the agency is not helping animals if it's basically stepping beyond its own powers. Camille Labchuk is uh, is an animal lawyer and executive director of Animal Justice, and she joins us now. Camille, it's not often when you get, uh, you know, two different groups that would normally oppose each other kind of working together on this particular case. But why was it so important for animal justice to kind of get into this issue and and push back against the, the power of the OSPCA? Well, Alex, from day one, we saw this as a case where it was really important for the animals and what's best for them to get a voice in the courtroom. And that's the type of input that we typically provide as animal rights lawyers into cases. And we saw the Bogart's case as a situation where we've got an animal law enforcement system that's done by private charity. And that's a complete anomaly if you look at the rest of the ways that our laws are enforced. It's really the only area of law where it's still uh, done privately. Everything else is done by public agencies that are accountable and transparent. And so we went to court and we spoke about that. And uh, the judge actually ended up adopting everything that we said, which is that Law enforcement does need to be accountable, so police services legislation, for instance, should apply so that there's a complaints process for officers, so that there's some oversight and some accountability, and also that things like freedom of information oversight are important for law enforcement agencies. So, Alex, we think this is ultimately important for animals because transparency and accountability is good for making sure that they get the best result, too. Well, I think, you know, for, for most people who don't or aren't aware of the powers of the OSPCA, I mean, if they believe an animal's in danger, they can walk onto your property, you know, into the into your house and essentially walk away with that animal. And if you're the person on the other end of that, you literally have no rights. It's, it's a lost fight kind of already uh, out of the gate. So this is the kind of judgment, I think, that will have not just sweeping um, implications against other cases, uh, certainly, but... Um, you know, it certainly, I think, will change the role of the OSPCA moving forward, won't it? Well, I think the province is going to have to decide, first of all, whether it will appeal this decision. So we'll see. They've got a certain limit of time before they have to announce that decision. Mm-hmm. And second of all, if they're not going to, what are they going to do to make the OSPCA comply with what the judge says the Constitution requires? Right. So that might be something like make freedom of information, um, a thing for the OSPCA, make there be a complaints process, make there be greater public oversight. And we think that's a good thing for any law enforcement agency, for all law enforcement agencies, frankly, and, and a healthy democracy for, for the public to be able to oversee them effectively. Okay. And I mean, this is an organization that's had these powers since 1919. I mean, things do tend to evolve. I'm not sure how it maintained this role for so long without any changes uh, coming into play. Um, But what will the effects be on, let's say, former cases? Could all of those cases then be challenged because of this court ruling? 
That's unlikely. This is a, a type of judgment. So first of all, the, the judge declared that this system, which is unconstitutional, is invalid, but he suspended that declaration for a year. So the province now has a year to decide, A, whether to appeal, and B, how to fix the situation. So it wouldn't act retroactively uh, in that type of situation. But what we have is a system, uh, like I said, where it's, it's animal law enforcement is the only area of law still enforced by private charities. And it's not that case, it's, it's not that way across the board in Canada. Some other provinces have already recognized that it might be time to start making these uh, mm. types of things more accountable and transparent and public in nature. So Manitoba now has public enforcement in a large part for the province. Uh, Newfoundland, the RCMP, or the Royal Newfoundland Constabulary enforce the laws there. So we see this and this ruling as part of a trend and part of a conversation that Canada is beginning to have and Ontario is already having about how these laws are best enforced to protect animals. Right. I mean, look, the the, the laws are very antiquated, um, but there's a big battle on, as you well know, between, you know, um, things like uh, agriculture, uh, those who hunt, they don't want to be caught uh, in these laws um, and have it affect them. But they do need to be overhauled for domesticated animals. I mean, just the basics would be, I think, uh, the basics of what we can do in 2018. So why do you see the OSPCA then moving forward um, playing their role? Because they seem to be going through a bit of an identity crisis right now. I'm not really sure what the OSPCA does at this point. If if they're a charity, but they're investigating, and they've already said they're not really investigating so much anymore. I mean, what is the OSPCA, and what should it be today? Well, there have been news reports that say the OSPCA is considering withdrawing from enforcing uh, laws about livestock or horses. And frankly, I have a lot of sympathy for them. I think they're caught between a rock and a hard place. Mm-hmm. They're given this statutory mandate to enforce the laws, yet they're set up in this structure that the a judge has now said is not constitutional, and they're just given a pittance of money to do their job with. So they receive just under $6 million per year to enforce the laws for all the animals in the entire province of Ontario. That's hundreds of millions of animals, and yeah. frankly, that's a joke. So I think it's now on the shoulders of the province to let the public know what it's going to do about the situation and how it's going to make it better. Well, it'll be, uh, well, I think this case uh, likely will force the hand because no government's really wanted to touch this thing because politically it's risky for them. But at the same time, in 2018, that we find ourselves in this situation kind of still confounds me. Yeah, you've hit the nail on the head, Alex. Uh, the governments have been really happy to wash their hands of animal law enforcement in this province. They say, oh, that's something that the OSPCA deals with, forgetting that ultimately, as the government, they are in charge of this. Mm-hmm. Protecting animals is something the public cares about and something that we all want to see the government take responsibility for. So I think you're right. I think this case will force some action on the part of the provincial government. And frankly, Doug Ford is a premier. He's been very willing to support law enforcement initiatives. He's funded greater um, guns and gangs initiatives, I believe, and other areas of law enforcement. So I would not be surprised at all if he and his ministers saw this as something that they uh, do want to take seriously. Uh, the Liberals, for, for many years when they were in power, uh, frankly, did, did not do everything mm-hmm. that they could have. And perhaps regime change will be a good thing. Yeah. Well, we'll look forward and uh, see what it comes up with. And I do appreciate you joining us, Camille. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you, Alex. That is uh, Camille Labchuk joining us. We'll see where it goes. It's interesting because that has a lot of implications, you know, wide, wide reaching.
So I, uh, I think the OSPCA is going to kind of have to do a mea culpa, do some inward reflection. What do they want to do? Who do they want to serve? What do they want to be? Because I kind of feel like they've lost their way. I have a lot of time for the OSPCA, or I did back in the day. Uh, but I just don't, I don't see what they're doing now. I think they need to figure out what their vision is and do it. You're on point. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.